Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Hey folks, it's Lyle. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about a new thing I'm doing where you can help support my lizard endeavors by becoming a premium member of this podcast over at therapygecko.supercast.com. Premium members or Gek Legends as I call them, will be able to get every new and existing episode of Therapy Gecko completely ad-free. They'll also get a bonus podcast episode once a month, a bonus live show episode once a month from all of the live shows I've been doing around the world, a members-only live stream once a month. Plus, you'll also support my ability to continue hopefully doing this podcast for a long time, doing it around the world, and also supporting my ability to occasionally go eat a slice of of pizza. Go to therapygecko.supercast.com or find the link in the episode description to become a Gek legend today. All right, let's get into the episode. Call from Wes. To accept. Hello? Hi. What's your name? Wes. Wes. Uh, what's going on with you, Wes? Um, well, I'm I'm laying on the couch uh, recovering from surgery. Oh, what kind of surgery did you get? Oh, I had a vasectomy. You had a vasectomy. Yep. And um, how is how are how are your balls? The, the vasectomy is is in the balls, right? Yeah, yeah. What they do is they just snip, snip, and then you have no swimmers. Um. So how long how long does the surgery take? I mean, it's more of a procedure. It's like 10, 10 15 minutes. Okay, Not you know, look. Okay, so it's a procedure. It sounds surgical. They're go- they're cutting open your balls, <laughs> and they're like they take a. Hu- this is how this is in my mind. What a vasectomy is. They cut your balls open, and they take like a hose, and they basically do liposuction on your balls, but for cum. How how medically accurate is that <laughs> on no, a scale no, from no, one no, to no. ten? No. That's probably like, you know, you had everything except the going in part, like, you know, like accurate. But then yeah. once you're inside, you had it all wrong. Okay. All wrong. So they do they do make an incision on your ball. I mean, I assume you were asleep for this, unless if you were like, no, no, keep me awake. I want to No, watch. no, you're not. You're, you're awake. Yeah. You're awake? Yeah. Yep. You're sitting there with your legs open while a urologist does this to you. Um... Really? So they make an incision? Where do they make the incision? It's like right down the middle. Right but down like, the middle of your, but like of your taint or of your balls? Of your, 
Of your balls, yeah. So you were awake when somebody sliced yeah. your balls open? Yeah. How was that? Sounds really painful. Well, yeah. I mean, you have you're you're, you're kind of sitting there, and then they like pull the tube that connects your your ball. You know the 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 vast difference of a sperm duct, I guess, and like they they pull that out through the hole and then cut it, cauterize each end, put that one back, and then do the other side. Okay, and it only took like ten minutes. Yeah. It was it simple enough that after watching them do it on you, you felt like you, you know you could do it successfully on somebody else. <laughs> I mean, no, because of like I feel comfortable that I did my own research, but I think, um, yeah. Based off of that, I just felt, you know, like I did a lot of research myself. So that made me more comfortable with the procedure, I think. Now, with you being awake, you know, when I was like a kid, I mean, even now, like when I get a shot or like when they prick my finger or something, I don't like to look. I look away. Did you did you Mm -hmm. watch them cut your balls open or did you look away? Like, did they have like a TV or something? So, you know, like the exam table in a doctor's office with like the great, the, the, you know, whatever the paper on it. Mm-hmm. That's basically what you're you're sitting on. So you just lay back and look at the ceiling or whatever while while this is going on. What were you thinking about? Like, do you remember the actual thoughts going on in your head while this was happening? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, oh God! Oh God! Ow! Um, whoa! <clears throat> Wait, hold on. At what at what point in the procedure did you go? Whoa! I think that was when they injected the numbing agent into that tube and it like activated that whole fainting response. It like shot right up my back and I like started to faint. Oh, okay. So it like, <laughs> it kind of, it shook you a little bit and that let, made you let out that yeah. noise. Okay. Exactly. Um, and did you thank the doctor afterwards? You know, I think, I think he just knew because the guy was like 85 and I was like, you know, he's, he's probably way more of an expert than I would ever. I know that didn't answer your question, but. <laughs> that sort of answered, that sort of answered my question. Um, do they numb the area before they cut your balls open or they just go for it? Yeah. Yeah. It gets numbed. Hmm. So theoretically, um, it's supposed to be a painless procedure, but it's not not for some people, I guess. <laughs> and when did this happen? When was this all taking place? Oh, a um, couple days ago, actually. Thursday, okay. Friday. How are, you, how are your balls feeling now? Like they need eternal rest. Really? So it's still pretty, pretty fucked up down there? I mean, yeah, it's not like fucked up fucked up but it's just like sore you know it feels like okay. you're recovering from a really bad kick in the balls mm-hmm. all right so let's i want to talk about uh the stuff around the procedure what made you want to get a vasectomy oh uh well we had welcomed our second kid uh into the world uh well, well uh two days after my birthday mm-hmm. um and 
yeah, we kind of just knew like we were not going to have any more kids because it's a lot um, for, you know, when they're close together, our kids are close together. Um, but beside the point, um, it was the least invasive overall um, form of permanent birth control. Hmm. Okay. For either person. Okay. Um, now, does it? Oh, no, I'm still. I still have medical questions for you. I always thought, and I never. I, like this was when I was. Um, I don't know. Maybe like in high school or whatever. I always thought that a vasectomy, like, w- like when you come, like nothing comes mm-hmm. out. And as an adult, I oh, never confirmed no. or denied that. So you you can still come. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because that's not. It's just like you're. The only thing you're doing is you're cutting off one of the ingredients to the, uh, the cocktail. Okay. But so nothing changes. Nothing at all, except that you're sterile. Okay. Um, and you know what? Look, by the way, I think this this sounds like it was a well thought out decision because you had two already, and I don't, uh, I don't, and no offense to anyone who has more than two kids, but I can't. I don't know what would be added to your life by having more than two kids. I mean, I guess one of the positives is that they could all raise each other, right? So you don't have to really do much, but that wasn't our modus operandi. (laughs) I feel like um, a baby raising a baby would, both of the babies would die immediately. Well, but that's why you need like 14 kids back to back so like as you're mm. popping them out they're all cared for by the oldest you know you know okay you're actually i kind of like where you're going at with this because you're right i think two two babies would just die immediately but 14 yeah. babies put them all in like a pin kind of like rugrats they'd figure something they'd kind of figure it out probably yeah i mean i you know who knows that would be stanford material yeah, I don't think this conversation is making it to Stanford, but um, <laughs> what? Okay, so so you how is things going with the two kids? How old are the two kids that you have now? Um, well, one of them, our oldest, she is um, a year. Well, oh yeah, so a year and six months, or year and a half, little over a year and a half. Year and a half, okay. Um, and then the youngest was born this past january so he's okay months old so they're only they only have like a year age gap pretty much uh four, 16 months 16 months okay that's that's a year mm-hmm. when they yeah. when when they are both like when they're like 13 and 14 they're not going to be saying 16 months they'll be like he's a year older although wait a minute so that means that there's going to be a, <laughs> wait a minute that means that there's going to be a four okay, months you want to know something crazy about this do you want to sure. know something crazy Sure. Okay, so <clears throat> our oldest um, was born in September, and my sister was born in September, and then our youngest was born in January, and I was born in January. So our kids are the exact same, di- like within a couple days, one or two days, off of the exact same birthdays that my parents had. Which is not, like, something that we planned at all. It just happened this way. That would like, be kind just, of weird if you did plan it. No, well, yeah, yeah, but, I mean, I, I don't even know what you'd have to, to plan to plan that. 
Well, I mean, you would con- <laughs> you'd, you'd conceive uh, well, nine yeah, months before your mom's birthday. But that would I, I was just saying it'd be strange <laughs> if you were having sex with your wife and thinking about this is great because now we're going to have a child on my mom's birthday. See, no, that never, yeah, that never happened. Um, all right, you have two children. They're both alive. They're they're only and the fact that they're only one year older than that means that um, are they? Why are they? You said are they both? Are they both boys? Or is it a boy and a girl? It's a boy and a girl. Okay, so they're both gonna like be in like school together, and mm-hmm. I assume I assume they'll be in the same like grade or like one's a grade above or the grade below. Yeah, probably a grade or two apart. Okay, so they'll be in each other's lives, sort of in in. Uh, in the the social universe of school, <laughs> yeah, um, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I think it's a I think it's a good thing. It's not it's good. Like when you go to I my sister is um when I was a freshman in high school she was a we actually went to different high schools but um she was a senior when I was a freshman um. And I don't know it's it's, it's uh, I think it's probably a good thing to have like an older sibling uh, looking out for you, you know, when you're in school. Yeah, that's true. Oh yes. Um, what do you do? What do you do for work? How do you make money to make the children not die? Well, so my wife and I, um, when we left college. We kind of had to figure out, or we we decided to see, wait and see who was making the most money. Um, you decided to and wait and see who was making the most money. Yeah, okay. like getting jobs, you know, respectively, like in our own career paths, and whoever was the most promising or making the most amount of money or wanted, you know, particularly to be in a certain field or job or whatever, whoever had an inkling to stay there. Okay. And so, long story short, um, she... Uh, prefer to work so I am the stay at home okay do you um okay so you don't you did you go what did you go to college for uh computer science computer science and you are you into that at all like are you trying to find gigs coding things um not right now but I'm like you know I'm, I always look around I'm looking but not following <laughs> Okay, she prefers to work. I don't know, you know, so so I don't know which job sounds worse or more difficult. I mean, I bet they are both have their own things, but like staying at home with the kids, and they're really young, they probably they need a lot of attention right now because they're like one and shit, right? Yep. Mhm. Okay. Well, this is you get a head start on imposing your own values onto them that she's not around for. <laughs> I mean, that's not, that's not, I, you know, to be honest, I don't think I have thought about that, but I think now that you've said it, I will. Um, <laughs> they'll, they'll grow they'll, when they, when they grow up, they'll, they'll, they'll subconsciously trust you more. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, is she, is she, is she, she, she can hear this, right? <laughs> well, my wife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what does she do? She is a software engineer. She's a software engineer. Okay, so both of you guys are computer nerds. Yes. 
Okay. <laughs> and uh, does she does she make enough money that is like she can you know support all all three of you guys? Um, mostly, yes. Um, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, somebody in the chat just said, I thought he said he was a soft core engineer at first. <laughs> Which I guess would be soft core. That's just, I don't know why I read that comment. All right. Um, what's your name again? What? Wes. I want. What is there? I know we talked. We got. I got to learn a little bit about your life um, and your balls and how they don't work anymore. <laughs> um, what is there anything before? I want to know. Is there anything that you'd like specifically called in to want to talk about besides your balls? Um. Hmm. Want to talk about? I mean, honestly, I, yeah, no, I think we're just, yeah, that's, I didn't really have a particular reason. I just wanted to say hi and have a conversation with you. Do you think you will miss, um, well, okay, so you, uh, you have not, okay, it's only been two days. You have not come since the procedure, right? <laughs> Where is Why is that from? funny? <laughs> Well, I mean, the, the, wait, hold on. Wait, okay. Well, we, we are this whole the thesis of this this whole conversation. Uh, I'm not gonna say is centered around your vasectomy, but um, mm -hmm. I it Actually, started okay, from that, fair. and fair. so I'm 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 I was just I, before we before I let you go, I was like. <laughs> I have, I have never got I actually don't think I've ever had the comp, the chance to talk to somebody who's had a vasectomy. So I'm like before I let yeah, this guy go, I want to know if I I want if I have any other questions and that's the, the question that I had. No, that's fair. That's fair. So so um they you can't do that until about a week after. Like you have to wait. Dude, I bet it's going to hurt really badly the first time you come after this. Oh, don't make me think about it. Did your what did your doctor like? Is it gonna? Did your doctor tell you anything about like how it'll feel different, or is it no. gonna feel the same? Well, they said there's sometimes blood, but that's it. You said that's it, as if that's not a lot. <laughs> Probably gets you know, but I think if you know if it's coming or <laughs> then, uh, yeah. I guess the way it, I'm 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 having a lot of fun. Um, making in my own mind the med the medical science of how a vasectomy works. I think if your doctor tells you that you're going to come blood, it's probably like there's a little bit of blood in your urethra right now and when you come it'll like wash it out and then and then when you come afterwards it'll be there won't be any more blood. It's just it's like leftover. Is that how that works like or that. is that, is that I, how that I works? I feel like it would be I mean, yeah, I, I thought about it too, and I feel like it would have to be, you know. I, you know, it's so much more fun to, um, uh, like come up with um, random ways that science might work that's based off of no research of any kind um, than it is <laughs> well, to actually learn about this stuff. Right? I guess so. I guess that's how the first, um, <laughs> like the very first people. Man, imagine the first vasectomy. Ooh. Well, I want, you know, it might have been unintentional, like getting kicked off by a horse. Right. And then the guy was like, I can now have sex as much as I want without creating babies. Mm -hmm. like, and he's like, and he's like, you guys got to try this. All you got to do 
is get kicked in the balls really hard by a horse. And that's probably how you feel right now, is that you've been kicked really hard in the balls with a horse. Yeah, and then a vasectomy clinic was born, you know, stand behind Bessie, 10 bucks a pop, boom. Well, I think this conversation has gone on for far too long, but I enjoyed having it very much. (laughs) That's good, good. Um, Your name is uh, Wes, correct? Wes, yep. Wes. Well, Wes, is there anything else you want to say to uh, me or God or, um, or, or Bugs Bunny before we go? Or the people uh, that can Okay, well, your body, your choice. You know, that I guess that is that is um, um, true that it's like – that's like the men the, – the male abortion. I don't know if I can go that far, but – I don't know. I'm, I retract. I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about. Anyway, thank you for calling, Wes. It's like Wes. getting tube tied. Okay, all right. Have a good night, man. You too. Bye. Hmm. Wait, I thought getting your tubes tied was something that... I'm so fucking stupid. I thought it was something that guys do. Isn't that what a vasectomy is, getting your tubes tied? I don't know. I could delete this part from the podcast. Actually, keep it in. I don't know any... I'm fucking stupid. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. Hello? Hi. Oh, God, I feel like I'm going to panic. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Don't panic. Don't panic. Hold on. I have to sneeze, which is a form of panic. Give me one sec. <laughs> I don't know why I said sneezing is a form of panic. I guess it is. It's it's um, allergens get into your nose, and your nose doesn't know what to do, so it panics in the form of a sneeze. So I guess that's right. I, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> I shouldn't double – I shouldn't um, – you know, question the things I say so much. I should just have confidence in them that they make sense. I mean, none of, none, none of, nothing fucking makes sense. All the words that I'm saying right now were just declared to make sense by some royal lord a thousand years ago, and he was just a guy who had diarrhea and died, and so I'm a guy who's gonna die and 
will have diarrhea at some point. So why can't I say random things that don't make any sense and declare them to make sense in my own version I mean, of reality? That's entirely understandable. I mean, whatever you want to make sense will make sense. And I feel like what I think I want to talk about today might make sense to you or it might not. But my fiance told me that I should talk to you about this if I ever got a hold of you. So I have an important thing to tell you. You know what? I like you, Carl. You're on board with me, and I appreciate that very much. Even And you know what? I can, I can actually tell in your voice that you don't think that what I said made sense, but that you're going along with it just to be nice to me, and that makes me like you even more. What is your name? My name is Julie. Julie, what's what's? tell me the thing that your, your fiancé wanted you to tell me. Okay, so I am a very strange person to start off. I'm... <laughs> I usually get called weird by everybody I know for plenty of reasons, but this is one recently that my partner has called me very strange for. So, do you know those, like, lifelike CPR dolls? Um, I like where this is going, yes. <laughs> so, me and my partner were talking recently about, like, how creepy and lifelike they are and how weird they are. And no. I told him that I would love to keep one as a friend. <laughs> as a friend? And he asked me why. Yes, as a friend. <laughs> okay, and wh- uh, why, what was your response to that, to that question? My response was, I typically find it hard to make friends with real people. Yeah. And I, like, jokingly have conversations, like, with myself a lot. Because yeah. I spend a lot of time at home with my pets, and every pet uh-huh. owner talks to them as if they're a person. Right. <laughs> so I feel like if I had like a CPR doll, like one of the lifelike ones that I could make look like a friend, I could like keep it as company, and I would be less lonely. It would be like body doubling, but without a live body there. So I would still be able to do what I need to do and feel like I have company, but not actually have to bother anybody to come over. Mm. It's well, people do that with sex. You know, they keep like sex dolls and stuff <laughs> as like romantic partners. But this is ba- basically it would be like a platonic friend doll. Yeah, it's entirely platonic. I just like we like I dress them up. We just chill out, hang at the house, and like they are my company. If I feel like. I'm having a problem that day that I can't talk to anybody about. Bam. I have somebody to talk to. And they're not going to tell me I'm crazy or weird for my problems. So I feel like it's not as weird as my fiance says it is. So you would want to dress this doll up. or What would you dress them? How would you dress them? Um, Honestly, like whatever I'm feeling that day. Like if it's a jammy day, we'll both chill in sweats. Right? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's acceptable. It's mm-hmm. right to match with friends. Do that a lot. Okay. What well, now? W- when you talk to them, would you imagine in your brain how they would respond to you? Yes, but it would always only be positive, and it's advice that's on my side. <laughs> so you, so okay. So what I'm asking is like, um, the you would be essentially projecting a personality onto the CPR doll. Would that personality be uh, just a, a reflection of your own personality, or would you try to make a friend who was different from you that I could think, contrast with you? I think I would make like a different, a different kind of person, someone who like has like an opposite style to me, but we get along because we're a little different and we do things kind of the same way. Okay. 
Um, now, are, how serious are you about this? Are you going to try to, like, take CPR lessons so that you can get one of these dolls? I think that's the only way to get one. I think it is, but I don't know if I'm, like, that dedicated. <laughs> Hold on, it's I'm very to... difficult to go out in public sometimes to deal with okay. people for that. <laughs> All right. I'm looking on Amazon right now for $172. You can get a CPR doll. You can't get the... Well, it's just a torso. Do you need your friends to have legs? I could I could probably get a full body one, but I think those ones are the sex ones, and I don't want people to think I'm doing something weird with my friend. Oh, you can get one that's just a baby. Now, that would be that's- weird. That Look, here's weird. the thing. I'm open. <laughs> listen, you know me. All right, I'm I'm open minded. I'm not, you know, I don't yuck other people's, you know, yums, whatever they want to do with their life. But don't get a baby one. No, yeah, I would definitely not do that. <laughs> Although a ba- of being friends with a baby, nah, being friends with a baby would suck. Um, okay, what do you want to name this part? This this guy. Um. I honestly haven't, like, thought that much about it. I'm thinking maybe, like, like one of my, like, childhood cartoon icons, right? Like, maybe, like, a Bratz doll name or something. Or, like, I don't know, one of the Barbie friends, like, Raquel. She sucks, but I could make her a better person if she was my fake friend. <laughs> What's your name again? <laughs> I'm Julie. Julie, why do you have trouble making uh, friends that you can't buy? Why do you have trouble making friends that are fleshy people um i am very like introverted okay i consider my fiance like my best friend he's actually here right now Um, he's like all in his own world (laughs) have you have you ever had friends um i have had friends in the past and it's either they have done me wrong in some way or I've just kind of, like, drifted away from them because I'm really bad at keeping communication with people. How old are you? I am turning 21 this year. 21, okay. And so, like, in high school, did you have did you have buddies? Oh, I had, like, a lot of friends. I still talk to, like, at least four of my high school friends, but I only talk to them maybe once or twice a year okay so you had a lot of friends in high school uh, but you only talked to them once or twice did they all do you you don't live in the same uh like area as them do you um we all live in the same city but on different parts of it so like to see each other is like a 30 minute or more drive and only 30 two of us minutes. have our license yeah <laughs> 30 minutes is no dude 30 minutes is nothing yeah, I know. <laughs> look, here's the thing. I don't look, Julie. If you went and you bought a CPR doll and you dressed it up in, uh, uh, you know, and had pajama nights with it, and that was what you wanted to do with your time here on this earth, uh, and it made you happy, I wouldn't blame you for it. But yeah, it sounds like you do have friends, and um, I, I'm no, I'm no expert in what makes people feel joy in this universe but um i i can only hypothesize that you might have more fun hanging out with them than hanging out with a cpr doll 
I mean, I don't know, though, because, like, I have a very overactive imagination, and I love mm-hmm. to watch, like, movies or binge-watch TV shows, mm-hmm. and I don't have, like, a friend to binge-watch those shows with, and my partner works, like, all day, every day, and he doesn't like the shows that I like. What so about wait, what about your friends? How come you how come your friends won't watch TV with you? Because they also don't like the shows that I like, and they also work more <laughs> like throughout. Okay, the week. but okay, but these friends you you became friends with them for a reason. There, there must be something that you have in common with them that makes them made you want to be their friend in the first place. What do you have in common with these people that are, you know, a thirty minute drive away all the way in China? Uh, video games, honestly, is what started all of our friendships. <laughs> okay, so why don't you play? Why don't you hang out with your friends and play video games? What's stopping you from doing that? Because they all like never have a chance to get over here because they have other things to do, and I usually just hide out in my house by myself. I have a question. This is a real 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 question. Do you okay. want, do you and you can be honest with me because again I don't I'm not an expert I li- I've said this on the podcast already but I googled how to be happy I'm no expert in this do you do you want friends do you want to have friends um I don't know honestly having friends is kind of hard nowadays because a lot of people can be like really sneaky and it's scary because like you never know who to trust okay uh, let's I use you know you said that and I actually want to get into that with you because. A p- part of me has, uh, and may- this is a maybe a hippie-ish belief, but part of me does feel as though um, you you know people find what they're looking for. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And you said yeah with hesitation because you're probably about to tell me several horrible stories of uh, friends <laughs> stealing things. So tell me what um what are your what your friends? How did your friends backstab you? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, I had this one girl. Um, for the sake of the story, because I don't know if she listens to your podcast or not, we're going to give her a fake name, and I'm just going to call her, like, I don't know, Gemma for now, I guess. Gemma. That works. Okay. With, um, a G, with so, a G or with a J? With a G. Okay. It doesn't, that doesn't okay, help so, the story in any way or shape or form. I just... Yeah. Continue. I'm it's sorry. I shouldn't I'm going to yeah. stop talking <laughs> So me and this girl ended up becoming like best friends freshman year of high school. And we stayed best friends for about three years. And then junior year, we had this big junior prom. And I had a boyfriend at the time who had gone to a different school. I brought him to my junior prom. And she ended up taking him home. And neither of them ever talked to me again after that night. Okay. All right. That's one. Give me another one. Oh God! <laughs> You're making me think about trauma. <laughs> no, because here's the th- look. Keep. Uh, I mean, look. You don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell. You can hang up on me right now. You have no obligation to me at all. But I just. Uh, here's the thing: is I, you, it it upsets me that you, at such a. I mean, you're also so fucking. You know, young still. I believe. I mean, we're in the same age-ish bracket, but but you know, for you to, you know, this 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 girl this girl did this in high school. Yeah. And for you for for something that's this some girl did to you in high school, for you to be walking around life with this thing that you you said to me, 
that people can be sneaky, for that to be your fundamental belief that you're walking around with, um, mm-hmm. you know, I just it's upsetting to me. That's understandable, yeah. Because I uh, don't want to think that way. Say that again? I typically try not to think that way. It's just like the way that society has gone and people are just like led to believe that like everybody sucks like all the time. It's it's hard because like especially with stuff on social media, people are talking about like, oh, this person was fake, but I still loved myself. It's like, yeah, I do love me, but also I wish more people could be real. But because it's so portrayed that having a fake friend is normal all the time, everyone thinks everyone's going to do them dirty, so they do the other person bad first. Dude, people are uh, people on social media are pissed off about everyone all the time. They're just it's just, it's just everyone's mad. Go, how often do yeah. you go outside and say hi to a person and talk to them? That's fair, yeah. You know, um. Any, any, here's the thing, any, like, fundamental, and this is just my own anecdotal thoughts, it's like, any fundamental um, belief that you have about people is just wrong, I think. Um, Because I, whether, well, whether, because look, you could be walking around being like, I think people are, um, you know, uh, uh, always really nice and usually good and pretty chill, and then, you know, you, whatever, you get fucked over in some way or you could be walking around being like everyone's an asshole and out for themselves and a piece of shit and then you miss you know opportunities of of genuine connection um but i i don't know i to be you're gonna be wrong either way in some ways you know the broken clock is is right twice a day so wouldn't you rather wouldn't you rather open your your arms and your eyes and your brain and your hands and um, be, you know, look for not, look for b- positive, good, chill vibes, as they say, as opposed to always thinking that everyone's a piece of shit all the time. I mean, yeah, that's understandable. I typically want to be on the like bright side of things. I like to think of myself as a pessimist. I think that's the right one. Pessimist. You yeah. think of yourself as a pessimist. Yes. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry to hear that, Julie, because you seem like a nice person. And um, what do you okay? What do you do for work or school? Um, I currently don't do either. My partner works and makes money for us, and I stay home and take care of our house and both of our pets. I've been looking for on like an online job, but I haven't quite found one yet. Okay. Well, are you happy? I'm actually very happy. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, maybe you should keep doing everything that you're. I mean, I'm. You should keep doing everything <laughs> you're doing. Then I don't know what I'm trying okay. to talk to you about, but um. Uh, you know, if you're happy, it sounds like everything's working out. You should get this. You should get the doll then. Do you, okay. think the doll would, I, do you think I, the doll? Do you think the doll would make you happy? I think it would. I think it would make me a little bit more happy. Yeah. All right, you should get it. All right, I appreciate that. I'm gonna have to tell my man that you said that. Okay. Um, what's he do? What's he do for work? Uh, he <laughs> he currently, um, as far as I know. 
is like in a warehouse. Okay. <laughs> we don't talk very much about work. I just know he's not doing anything illegal or shady, so I'm Wait, proud of him. Wait, you don't, you don't, you, you don't know, you don't really know what he does. <laughs> we talk about it a lot. He tells me that he drives a lot, and that's pretty much the most I leave it at. It sounds like you're used to having interaction. It sounds like you're used to um, friendships or relationships where you don't, don't even talk that much. Is that, that true? Oh, no. Me and him talk constantly. Okay. I just, like, bother him while he's driving, and we talk about stuff I'm doing. <laughs> okay. I think you should get the doll. I think I think you would have a lot of fun. I don't – I you know, here's the thing, and this is why I don't like – this is why I hate giving advice and why I say I don't give advice. It's because I don't fucking know what makes people happy. I, and also there's infinite variables. So what this – this everything you've described to me sounds like it's working. Your life, the way you live it as it stands, sounds as though it's working for you if you can answer the question of whether or not you're happy with a yes. I, I appreciate that. I am. I'm pretty happy with my life. Things are. Any, things are do you have any better. advice for me? Um, honestly, just keep gecking, Lyle. Honestly, right. like I'm. I'm proud of your progress. I love watching your streams, Thanks, dude. Man. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll. Maybe I'll get one. I'll get one of the dolls. They're not that. I mean, look, 174 <laughs> bucks for a friend's. If you get one, can you also put it in a gecko costume and have it on stream? No, I'm gonna put mine in um, in a in a in a speedo. And, um, <laughs> okay. And a yarmulke. Um, Julie, but is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Um, hi, people. I hope you enjoyed my stories, and you guys don't think I'm weird. <laughs> no, I think you, I think you're doing everything. Right, for you. Thank you so much for that, Lyle. I needed to hear that from you. <laughs> Julie, have a good rest of the night. You take care. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. See, that's the thing, right? Somebody could tell me, I don't have any friends, and I'm about to go on Amazon and buy a $200 uh, CPR doll to be my friend because I don't have any friends. And then if I ask them... Okay, well, are you happy with your life? And they go, I'm very happy with my life. Then who the fuck am I to say that they're not? And then I hear that, and part of me's like, I sh you know, I should be listening to this person about how, how they're doing it. But I, I don't know. It obsesses me that I don't... It bothers me that she has these, these fundamental beliefs that, you know, everyone sucks. I don't think that's true. I think, I think most people are doing the best they can. They, you know... I think uh, there's no there's no shortage of poor decision making out there, um, but we're everyone's uh, everyone's everyone's trying. Everyone's trying. All right. Okay. Let's move on. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Hello. Hello. Hi, who's this? Oh my God, freaking! This is a good Guaya. How are you? Guaya, what's going on, Guaya? Nothing much. Just cleaning up the garage. I'm uh, I sell vintage clothes sometimes, and I'm taking my shit up off the floor. That's cool. Um, by vintage clothes, are are like, are do you just mean? What's the what is the difference between selling vintage clothes and just uh, having a garage sale? It's very minor, but I think if you're good at selling vintage, you have you're you're, you're efficient in finding the people that are looking for whatever specific thing you got. You know, my sister went to China and she got me these like silk underwear that I haven't been able to wash some skid marks out of. Uh, yeah. could, would, would that count as vintage? It can, yeah. And if you want to really try your hardest to get them out, you can go to the dollar store and they sell this degree okay. here called Awesome Spray. No, no, no. I mean, these are these are massive, and they, it's you know I haven't worn them in a while, but they still kind of smell, and I haven't been able to get the shit smell out of them. Yeah. Does that make it more vintage? Can that? Because does that mean I can sell it for more money? Potentially. Potentially, it'll it'll have okay. to be a it's kind of a niche thing, I guess. But all right, I think you and I have a business idea brewing here. Yeah, man. Your oh, name yeah. is it's, what is your name again? It's Guaya. It's Guaya. It's, like, it's uh it's short for Guayaba, which is the Spanish translation of Guava. It's also like my performer name. I'm a musician. Guava, like the fruit. Yes. My favorite. Uh, my favorite as well. Um, Is it really? Yeah. When I was, I took a Spanish in middle school, and my Spanish teacher had one day. My Spanish teacher didn't really didn't really teach Spanish. She just kind of like yeah. would bring in like different Goya brand stuff, and then make us oh, watch yeah. uh, Gabriel Iglesias stand up. <laughs> the fluffy dude. <laughs> yeah. That was her. That was I. We. I don't know any verbs or anything. I just know mm-hmm. the term fluffy, but that's not any. That's not Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> right You're well, a performer. I mean, I what do you talk- perform? I play guitar and a couple other instruments, but I've been playing with my own like kind of solo band kind of thing for a couple of years now. I've just got like got really lucky that when I was in middle school, I had a pretty good crowd of kids around me and everybody was into the same kind of stuff same kind of music so ever since then we've kind of just stuck around and started playing and nobody else really wanted to go out and start writing stuff but i did so they just kind of followed me and we've been we've been gigging around man it's been fun it's been a crazy couple of years the term solo band uh sounds like a oh my god well there's a grammatical term for this holy sh- a, a word that contradicts itself What's yeah, the word yeah, for this? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Please. I, I hear you. Yeah. Those half a slip is kind of my mistake, but I, I just mean that 
it's a band and we play live, but it's they, we play my music, you know, it's my own solo Oxymoron. I release all the stuff. Yeah, Oxymoron. Oxymoron. There you go. Um, yeah, but right. I've been playing for a couple of years now, and it's all my own original music. But my homies just play with me live and stuff, and we're we've all been into jazz for a long time, so we kind of try to do a little little something different when we play. You know, we don't want to just play the stuff like it. It's on the recording. I feel like that's kind of boring. Oxymoron. Yeah. Right. That's the word. Oxymoron. So a solo band. Yeah. Like, so how do you be a solo band? Is it, is it not a band? Is it just you? Or are you it's, like Weird Al? You can play the, the harmonica and the guitar and, you know, the, the no, drum and all that. I mean, I can. I rec- Like, I record every instrument on my own that I put in my recordings, but I just have my friends that play with me when we play live so it's a solo project but we got a band on yeah okay uh what inspires your music i don't know i guess isolation being around nature i've been i like i bought a four track tape recorder when i was like 14 or 15 i can't remember where it might have been like a fifth or something but i just kind of wanted to start piecing it together and i don't know man it's a, it's a it's a big kind of meditative process for me. And it's a, it's a big reason why I wanted to talk to you because I have recently been starting to gain some traction on social media, just posting like with the reels and trying to get the content out and just, you know, trying to survive. Yeah. But it's been, it's been fucking my business, man. Like it's fogging up my head and I just, I don't like it. It's not good. Tell, tell, all right. So you're starting to get some traction on the internet with, you know, reels and, all that stuff, and it's it's fucking with your head. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something. I guess like to start off, I've never really been a very digitally native person, which is like how I wanted to share. I normally like to describe it. I just ever since I feel like I was a part of the last. I'm I'm 22, but I feel like I'm one of the last generations of kids that really looked for connection by like going out on the street and like riding bikes and like playing with the soccer ball and stuff, you know, just, just meeting up with other kids for the sake of just trying to find something to do, you know? And I never really okay played very many like video games or really like so, did a lot of stuff so, online until more recently. So t- t- I mean, tell me why that's fucking with your head. It's just a, I don't know. Like it's, it's a part of just like the interface of interacting with people that aren't really there and like people that are very willing and casually like able to give you a compliment which is always like nice to see but they're also just as willing to say like fuck you or just to like just to try to fuck with you a little bit for kind of no reason you know there's there's always going to be people that are going to see that you're doing something and are going to want to tear you down just because of it doesn't really so- matter to everyone most but you know it's it's just it's tough because if you're paying attention to one thing you kind of have to pay attention to another and so just, are you getting a lot of like hate comments and that's bothering you no not even really that's it's kind of what i'm saying like i'll have 300 people being like this is great i would like i want to hear more of this like give me the full version of the song or just whatever and then there's going to be two people that are just going to be out there and it's it's not something that i can even really 
blame them for, you know? Because, I mean, I don't know. Like, I was a dickhead when I was a kid, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, I can understand just being like, fuck this guy. There's kind of no reason. But still, mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it's making me interact with these people as if they're there. And, like, it's just taking up too much space in my head, I guess. Like... Yeah, I'm, I'm paying it too much yeah. attention. You know? you know, I'll say that I, uh, this is something I've been thinking about a lot because I'm also like so entrenched in the Internet and all this stuff. And it, it fucks fucking fuck fucks with me uh, a lot. It's it, it's fucked with me the whole time I've been um, doing this. And it's, you know, it's weird, right? Because you and I, I'm I'm 25. You're 22. We both kind of grew up with the internet and um you know we don't you have to keep in mind and this is what i'm trying to keep in mind is like Mm. for all of human existence okay if you were to like stretch it out onto a timeline um Mm. and then you were to uh pinpoint the the part of that timeline where the internet exists it would be yeah. a, like it would it, like the timeline would span, um, you know, about a uh, uh, hundred football fields, and mm. uh, the the part where the internet was invented would be about half a blade of grass all the way at the end. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, 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 like, so it makes per- so the it, it fucking with your head, it fucking with my head. Of co- of course, it's fucking with our heads we're not built for we're trying to figure it out as it's exponentially growing and and taking us over and and um you know uh bringing out the fucking worst of us and also uh bringing out good stuff as well um so i mean cut yourself some slack first of all yeah on that and it yeah and i mean it's something that i've been aware of for a long time like i've never really trusted my phone in that kind of sense where like once I got a smartphone when I was like getting into high school I realized how much of a pull it has towards my attention and how much of a time suck it can be and just like I just understood that oh I'm kind of powerless like if I just pull up YouTube right now I'm about to be here for like three hours and like there's kind of no two ways about it you know and of course, it's it's something that we weren't designed to interact with, and there's going to be a period where we're still trying to kind of get used to it. But still, as a creative, it's something that is, especially with social media, one of the most powerful tools to ever exist. You know, and it's like I know. even even drawing the example to your show, it's like could you imagine in the '70s when the only real media outlets that you had were Guarded by people who had to make an investment in you and had to like put yeah. serious money into getting you out there. It's, it's something that's like you kind of have to stay on the straight and narrow because ultimately you want to make money. But now that creating is totally free, everybody's free to make kind of whatever they want. You know, it's like the therapy yeah. is something that can only exist right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and you know, um, mm, yeah, that's a hard thing to reckon with. I think about that a lot, right? Because the internet uh, has is a total mind fuck that we are not uh, our our primitive animal brains are not uh, uh, equipped to you know deal with. 
Um, yeah, you know, especially not lots of attention on the internet. Because, um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, most people that ever lived, they only knew, like, ten people. And, uh, <laughs> you know, now yeah. I know, like, about 100,000 fucking people. Um, yeah. My, which was never supposed to happen. Um, yeah, never. <laughs> and, but it's, but it's, you're right. I mean, there's the whole positive, there's a, there's an immense, uh, you know, optimistic and positive part of it where, uh, it, it allows, um, you know, independent artists and creators to form communities and share their stuff, uh, which is a good thing. So, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, look, man, if I were you, uh, what, you're, you're a musician? Yes, sir. Um, Hmm. Here's what I, here's the only thing I think is is really important is that you're making whatever music you want to make and you're not uh making music that you think will go viral. Yeah. Cuz nothing not, I mean nothing will make you less fucking happy than just like trying to feed the machine, you know. And by the way, I've learned yeah. this. The only thing you get the only thing you get out of feeding the machine is that you get to feed the machine more. Damn. Facts. That's crazy. <laughs> I never thought of it like that. I'm still trying to comprehend that fact. I mean, I, I, you know, I say all kinds of shit on this podcast that I'm trying to, um, actually, like, internalize into my own life, but that's just where my head's at. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's, I think it's really crazy. It's something that I've, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to give you your flowers for a second if I can. But over the past like year and a half that I've been listening to you, because I've listened to every single podcast since then. I just, yeah. If I'm on a walk or if I'm on a drive or whatever, you're, you're the guy. You're my man. I'm throwing you on, you know. Well, thanks, man. But I really appreciate that. I, I really admire the ability or I guess the un, even if it wasn't intentional, the amount of people that you brought together who have no real connection aside from being entertained by watching somebody be empathetic to somebody else's problems, where I think you have a very great personality and energy. Thanks, man. The way that you interact with people. But I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Cause I think that you, you hear people from all over the country and even all over the world on this pod, you know, and it's, it's just, it's so, it's so mind boggling to think that all this came of you just wanting to put a gecko costume on and talking to the voice <laughs> that is the internet. <laughs> well, uh, well, thank. What is your name again? Guaya. Well, thanks, Guaya. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, you've inspired me. I'm gonna go to the store and I'm gonna get some guava soda. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. You ever had the Goya guava soda? Mm, actually, no. You, have you, should, you gotta go have the Goya soda? guava soda. It's very good. And, and, the, and, and the, the what is it? The jarritos, the jarritos. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have the jarritos. The jarritos, they're good. Jarritos guava. The guava ones are freaking sick. Dude. Those are heavy. I've never heard of the goya ones. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to seek to that. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? I want to say something to you first. I freaking wrote a song about you. You wrote, what, what was the song? It. It's called Therapy Gecko. It's on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit okay how do i find it is just look up the word therapy gecko and guaya on spotify and it should be it you freaking dude i've been calling for so long i've been calling this show for like 
past like five months just, just oh, trying shit. to talk to you. Just, just gonna well, talk I'm to glad you, but... we. I'm glad mm-hmm. we finally got to talk. Yeah, man. I'm. It's, it's such a blessing to be able to talk to you, brother. But it's a blessing that uh, any of this. <laughs> I, I, I think my life has gotten beyond any any point that I can uh, comprehend. So, I don't know. Thanks, thanks for being with me. Of course, man. I hope to catch you if you Take have care, a California man. date on your tour. Take I will you. November something. November something. I'll find you. Take care, man. Yeah, have a good night, man. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back and the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.